All right, let's get this party started. Welcome back to another Into the Base Thursday. Whew. We weren't here on Monday. Uh, that was due to unforeseen circumstances, you know, the country we live in. I mean, you know what it's like living in South Africa? It's like you never know when lo- when load shedding is going to hit. And then there's <laughs> going to be no Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. And you can't record cost yeah bro yeah me talk to me about it yeah um like you said welcome back ladies and gentlemen to another interesting podcast into the base um yeah yeah man um it was it was it was um a tough one um we're in south africa still in the middle of a pandemic and we still have load shedding and all that but yeah we have to do what needs to be done right Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Before we get into the fights and everything. Yeah. I actually remembered something earlier this week. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember you remember that Itumele and Kune paid one million rand. Yes. In Lobola for for what's this called? Minik, I mean. Yebo. Yeah. Whatever happened to that uh, one million rand? Because she didn't didn't she find somebody else to marry? She did, but um, I think it will depend on the tradition as well. It will depend on the egos as well. So mm. uh, uh, he might say, "Ah, I don't need it back. That's nothing to me. So it's fine. She can go." Um, <laughs> to us, it's a huge amount of money but to some other people you know egos man egos play a huge role in our lives and married as well so yeah but now did he pay did he pay a million for that for his wife now too i don't think so so what so what happened to that to that first million the first million goes it, it i mean Kimbase, you pay money for Lobola, it goes to the family. <laughs> the family do whatever they want with the money. And um, his new girlfriend, she's so beautiful, man. She's mm. she's so beautiful. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, whatever happened, happened. He even paid Lobola for this girl as well. But yeah, what can we say? These oh. people have money, man. Throwing money around, it's just like us, I don't know, having a couple of beers, I think. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah. yo, if if I had that kind of money, I don't, mm. I don't, I don't think, I don't think I'd play around. Bruh. Even even if it was, even if it was just like another beer, yeah, bro, a million rand in Lobola, that that is that is unheard mm. of, because they didn't get married in the end. She found you somebody know? else, and now mm-hmm. we left. We yeah. left with questions. You know, but I don't know, bro. Yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't keep up with with celebrities and all of that. But this is actually something that that hit the nation quite hard a few years ago. So I had to. I had to ask, bro. I had to. Yeah. No, man. It 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 makes sense. Think about love, mm-hmm. about relationships, and all that. Yeah. I've learned to never say never. Because um, you might be in the same position and decide to go pay five million, and you'll be like, <laughs> "Kanya base, 
paid five million for a girl. The same Kanya, like Kanya. So you'll never know when it comes to these things. So I'll just like, I, I just like to just be in the middle and say, you know what? You, you certain people, man, they turn on their own yeah, family, on their true. own mothers, on their own fathers, on that's their true. own brothers for a wife. You get it, man. They just met this new girl, desert the whole family that brought them up and just run into, run off into the sunset with the new girl. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't, I, hey, bro. these things are tricky, man. I they guess, are very I guess tricky. that's the, that's the life yeah. we live, eh? Hey, talk. We we had quite a quite a weird let, let, let me not say quite quite a weird menu uh card, but the card was this card wasn't it wasn't that great mm-hmm. if you looked at it yeah. but in high if if you looked at it at name value, but yeah yeah with hindsight it was an amazing card bro filled with some spectacular knockouts some well I think the the moment. The moment of the card for me was that last second KO from yeah. Grant Dawson. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he was losing that fight, and then all of a sudden, boom, boom, boom! He did the right thing. I mm, mean, yeah, yeah. He was he was caught in in the leg lock, right? Yeah. But instead of leaning back, if if you're caught in the leg lock, this is this this is the wrong thing to do. Lean mm. back. Yeah. Lean back, you have, you have, you basically have no leverage, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. you are basically at the mercy of the person you are grappling against. Yeah. Unless, unless you are some great jujitsu ace, mm-hmm. I doubt you're gonna get out of it. No. Yeah. But if you lean forward, get on top of the guy. Get on top of the guy. Once you get on top of the guy, both your legs are bent. Mm-hmm. So there's there's no. There, there's no there's no leverage for him to pull a calf slicer or mm. an ankle was an ankle lock on you or or whatnot. Just lean forward and then and then pound him. Yeah, you start know? punching. Yeah, because it's not grappling match; it's a fight. Exactly. This yep. is this is not a jujitsu tournament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but bro, like honestly, for for me, that that was the the moment. That, that was a moment that 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 made that made the night for me. And then we had tied to Ivasa's quick finish, bro. That, yeah, that was the heavyweights, the big the boys. That, that, the way that boy fights, I see him fighting for the title before the end of this year. I I doubt that, bro. You think so? I doubt that. I think he still he still has a few more fights to get to the title. Probably by if he keeps winning the way he's winning, he's right winning, now, yeah, yeah. I'll I'd say by either June to mm. end of next year. Next year, yeah. Yeah, but I don't I don't see it happening this year unless mm. unless he gets a big push and then he has another standout performance, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if 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 somebody if somebody like let's say let's say if somebody like um, Junior dos Santos or Alistair yeah. Overeem were there, yes, guys guys basically who have weak chins who are who are now sacrificial lambs. If one mm-hmm. of the two of them was if one of them was there, and then mm-hmm. they could push Taito Ivasa for a short notice fight against one of those two, 
let's say, an opponent fell out because of COVID or whatnot, Mm -hmm. and they pushed Taito Ivasa into that spot, that's a huge Mm -hmm. opportunity. But now... For him, yeah. I don't... Yeah, but now I don't see anybody in the heavyweight division in the top five who has a who has a glass jaw. Yeah, those guys are they are, they are tough as nails. But heavyweight is just one punch and then you are out. One punch and it can true. changes everything. That is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that 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 was that was pretty sick though. Mm. But hey. Did, did you see how Max Griffin put Sunken on to sleep? Woo. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Don't My even want to talk word. about that. <laughs> Yo. Okay, that, that that had to be... Okay, for me, that was KO of the night. Grant Dawson had the moment of the night, but Max Griffin, when he put K- Sunken on to sleep, that was... Oh, my goodness. Wow. It was, it was, it was, ah, you know, sometimes when, when you see uh, knockouts like that, man, I, for a moment, you're caught in the adrenaline and then you start thinking about mm-hmm. the guy who just got knocked out. Like, will he actually ever recover from that? You know? So that's how it, it works with me. I just get all excited. And then just thinking about the yeah. other guy, like, oh, shucks. There was a hell of a knockout yeah. for that guy. Yeah, that that is honestly that that's a that's a solid thought to mm. to be thinking because, but the thing is that yeah, if you get if you get put to sleep right, let's say mm. you get one punch knocked out, yeah. just straight out flatlined, mm. that won't re- you 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 can still recover from that. That is not as bad as taking multiple just, punches. Yeah, it's mm. not as bad as taking taking like a Nate Diaz style pace. Mm. Mm. Because, okay, I'd I'd say that that was not as bad as what um, Max Holloway did to Calvin Cater. Calvin Cater, yeah, yeah. Because Max Holloway he shattered a lot of records that night. I think he what he landed about seven hundred punches. Yeah, broke his own records. He's busy breaking his own records that many. Bro, he shattered all his own records in that fight. He's just um, breaking his own record. Ah, he's he's crazy, man. He's he's just he's he's a different type of athlete. He's a super athlete, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man, going to to, to that man, it, it it was like a dope knockout, and mm-hmm. yeah, it is what it is, man. It it is the page, what comes with the sport, man. You get in there. You are going to get hit in the face. It's not like boxing. When I get hit in the face, mid in the face, kicked in the face, elbowed in the face, yeah, done all these things in the yeah. face. So, it, it, you know, these guys chase money, but at the end of the day, it comes with a price. So, it is what That's it is. True. Yeah. It and, is what and, it is. And, and the, <laughs> the, the performance as well from, uh, who's this guy? Um, Max Griffin. No, 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 no. Um... From the by the uh, who is it? JP Bice. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that fight? I actually didn't see that fight, bro. You didn't see that fight? No, I didn't. Okay. I only saw. I only saw the end of it. The end of it, yeah. After, after it was done. Yeah, I was watching that fight. I was so nervous, so so flipping nervous for the guy. Um, the guy showed up. He was. 
I feel like we were not represented. I'm sorry to say that, but we're not represented as South Africans. He got in first round. He was wobbled twice or three times. Um, Bruno Silva mm-hmm. has a lot of power and he was an aggressive fighter in the fight. So the guy was just stiff walking forward. JP Bias was stiff, just walking forward, mm-hmm. taking punches. How do you fight um, Conor McGregor, right? And you just walk forward. Yeah. No, no, no. You get it? I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fight Conor McGregor, you have to be moving side to side. Exactly, and let's, you, know, you let's, have to be moving to side to side. You have to be taking his legs out. Let's 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 put someone who's who's, who's who doesn't have power in his hands, man. Um, who do you know in the light who doesn't have power in his hands? Like it's, it's like literal pillows. He doesn't have it's pillows, man. Those hands are just pillows, and you're moving forward against Conor McGregor. So that's what Bruno Silva was. He had so much power. JP Bias had yeah. JP Bias had none. He was just moving forward, getting rocked, coming back up, getting rocked, coming back up, getting rocked up until the second round. But mm-hmm. I think the game plan was to get Bruno Silva tired and then start wrestling him. He went in for um, a takedown on the second. No, actually, Bruno took um, JP Bias down, but Bruno mm-hmm. um, got can, um, confidence in the fight as well as he was um, able to control the fight on the ground. They both got up. JP Bias never attempted any takedown. Second round started. The same thing happened, but Bruno was getting a little bit tired, but the power was still there. He was rocking. He rocked him twice, I think, in the second round and then finished him. Yeah. Yeah, just like that. So what happened was, yeah, JP Bias was just moving forward and taking punches. That was the fight, his introduction to the UFC. And with that type of fighting, I, I don't see him... Maybe Dana White might be might be um have a little bit faith in him and give him a second chance, but I don't see him getting a second chance with a performance like that. He was relaxed, waiting as if like he knows what he's waiting for. You can't wait in a three round fight, lose first round just like that, mm. get knocked out, out out grappled, being punched, and you're just keep you just a walking punching back, punching back that just comes to you. You just keep punching it, it falls, it get up. That was the whole issue. And he lost the fight and went back into the main um was it the main event of the main card? Main card. Yeah. The yeah, wife, the yeah, card. yeah, walked, walked the wife in. The wife had a... The wife showed heart in the fact that what the husband did. The wife got in there. Okay. And then fought the grappler. And do you remember the choke that um, Ben Askren had uh, Robbie Lola in? Yeah, the bulldog choke. The bulldog yeah. choke, yeah. So... Um, mm-hmm. The wife was fighting uh, Montreal Ruiz. So the, the, the uh, yeah. Montreal Ruiz, what she usually do is... Oh, you saw the fight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, it's fine. Unlike the, the, the husband. So that's what the husband uh, did, and it wasn't so impressive. But um, I'm happy for him. So there, there, was, there, was quite a, there, was, there was quite a dramatic ending to, to the wife's fight. Eh? Did you see that? South Africans are emotional, man, you know? That's all I can say. No, but yeah, okay. South Africans are emotional, mm-hmm. but where have you ever seen in the where in the UFC have you ever seen somebody after they've clearly just dominated their opponents? Yeah. After the fight, after the third round, mm-hmm. and then they spit in their they spit at their opponent. I think Dustin Poirier. Where have you ever seen that? Dustin Poirier did the same thing with Max Holloway, right? If I remember very well, I think they, they there was a spitting somewhere there. Mm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I get, you, I get what you're saying, man. You know, it's, it's, it's 
Um, yeah. It's a build-up as well. Some people can't take the build-up. They have to understand this is just a fight game. I think Ponchelle was emotional and she was, I don't know, mm-hmm. hurt by what um, Ch- Ch- Chanel... Was it? What's her name? Sorry. Um, Chanel Vice did. Hey, yeah, all the talk. Pre- Ch- yeah. Oh, Cheyenne. Cheyenne. Cheyenne, yeah, yeah. All the pre-fight um, talk and all that. I think she was offended with all that and she proved... But I don't blame Cheyenne as well because um, Ruiz only have... It's the takedown, get into a bulldog choke, mm-hmm. start punching you from it. She did that the entire fight. Yeah, so it's I don't it's it's frustrating bro, because if somebody has you in that position, it looked like Cheyenne she had it looks like it looked like she had no answer. Mm-hmm. It looked like she it looked like she was just getting bullied, yeah, basically. Yeah. That that was that was the story of the fight, but I don't know. It's, but on the may, maybe let's let's we will we'll have to see for we will have to see on the next fights what, what they do. Yeah, but I'm definitely sure Dana White will give her a chance again on that fight because on the feet she she knows how to fight and she performed and she shows that she wants to be in there and she wants to win. So I'm definitely sure she will get another yeah. chance. Unlike the husband, though. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually. Yeah, I actually, I actually think the same thing mm. because I saw when when they were walking in, mm. JP looked, he he looked like he he kind of didn't know where he was, mm. you know. So that that's what that's what made me think, okay, now nah, he he was finished. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah. Um, as we move on from that fight, um, so what do you think about um the recent news that just surfaced now? You know. The lightweight picture whereby hang on hang on, hang on. We, we we have to get to this main event though oh you want the main we event have to talk about this real quick okay yeah. okay uh-huh i'm speechless man it, it was weird it was weird yeah what, what, what did you lose we, we we took a bet right yeah you chose bramson right did you choose bramson no i I actually said Holland. So we lo- both. I, th- I thought he was going to finish it. We both, we both. So we both lost our money. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put money on it, bro. Yeah. I did not put money on no, it. I didn't, I didn't put money on it, but I picked him though. So it, in a case where we could have bet, so I mean, you could have lost yeah. our money. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was. I don't know what Kevin Holland was doing because in between rounds he was he was. He was screaming, "Hey, Habib, Habib mm-hmm. give me some rest. Give me, give me some wrestling tips, bro." I mean, your coaches are right there. Travis Luda is trying to speak to him. Mm-hmm. His cornermen are trying to speak to him, and yeah. he's busy screaming at Habib, asking for wrestling tips. Mm-hmm. And he's he was actually talking when his corner actually got a chance to speak, yeah. which was in between the fourth and fifth round. Yeah. He was the one speaking more than more than his coaches, yeah. which was. It, it 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 really bewildered me, bro. So, mm. with with that much trash talk, or with, let me not say trash talk, with that much talking, yeah, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised Derek Brunson did what he did, yeah, because De- Derek Brunson, you could see he was focused. Mm-hmm. He didn't go in there to play around. To play around he went yeah. in there to win the fight. Yeah, that's true. So, honestly, Kevin Holland's takedown defense was just trash in this fight. It was trash, bro. Utter trash. I don't disagree with you on that one. 
I do not disagree with you on that one. And the boring part is, like you say, that that's actually pissing off. I didn't look at it that way. Mm. I, I mean, <laughs> you have your own wrestling coach here trying to, he sees what's happening in the fight, trying to tell you what to do in the fight. Yeah. You're busy talking to another guy. Yeah. I'm speechless. That's why the name of this podcast is Talk Less and Fight More. <laughs> Talk less yeah, and bro, fight more. Yeah. I think the issue with Kevin um, is, is, is that um, he got into UFC and they, they just built his character around these guys who just talk so much trash while fighting and all that. So I think he's just trying to maintain that yeah. as well and not realizing that that's not what makes him um, famous. What makes him famous is he had yeah. multiple fights in 2020. He won all of those fights in 2020. That's what makes him, oh, yeah, yeah. That's what's making him famous, not the trash talk, not the talk. No one said he came against, uh-huh. I'm sorry, let me, let me just say this. No one is saying that he came, yeah, he, he okay. came to fight Thiago Santos and he was talking all the trash. And yeah, he lost the fight, but that was interesting. One, I see him again. Everyone is saying that he was thrown in there against a beast, against an animal. He fought well against that animal, and yeah, you want to see more of this kid. That's what people are saying. Not all talk, not talk, not talk. It's not all about that, man. He needs to listen to his coaches or else he's going to blow all that he has built for himself. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in total agreement with that. I mean, if, if you're not going to be... Okay, if you look at Khabib's mm. method of success, yeah. right? Even in the face of, you know, extreme wealth... Mm. Um, extreme extreme wealth in the face of success and all of that. He's a global superstar. Yeah, I mean he's the, I think he's the most famous Muslim super Muslim athlete in, on the planet. Yeah, but even even in the face of that great of, even in the face of great success, mm-hmm. he still respects his coaches. Mm-hmm respects his father and everything mm. but even okay people might say why am i talking about his father his father was his coach mm. right his father was his head coach even though he had javier mendez mm. his father was a man mm. you know even javier whenever whenever khabib would, would be striking a little bit too much mm. javier would shout father's plan father's plan stick to father's plan mm. you know so you see this you see these guys these guys who are successful, yeah. they listen to their coaches. Yeah. When they start, when when somebody starts, you know, not really listening to their coaches, they start speaking more and they start talking a little bit of trash about their gym mm-hmm. and they, they change camps. That's when you start seeing guys on the decline. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Holland, I think he, he took it a little too far in this one. Yeah, way. he did. I mean, it's, it's, all, it's all well and good to talk and everything. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna take it too far, you you gotta know when to talk and when to actually fight. Exactly. Because he's he, because in this fight, yeah, he he was not fighting this fight. Did you see every right hand that he threw? Mm-hmm. He threw it with bad intentions. Yeah. It's okay to throw a right hand with bad intentions. Yeah. But if you're gonna throw it with bad intentions, make sure that you're not gonna get taken down off. Of exactly. It. Make sure that you you're not going all the way in and overextending to the point where your right foot slides mat. And you slip you know, and, and then, give someone with a takedown. Yeah. Not actually take down, just like there then let go. him to come and smash you. 
Yeah. I mean, no, no, that, that was actually off. Uh, I think he was attempting a flying knee or something. No, nah, he was just he was just after a strike and then he tried to move back and then he slipped. Yeah. But now, even if you look at the right hands he threw, mm. he threw them so... He threw them so violently that he went into into Derek Brunson, yeah. right? Even though he missed, you mm. you can see his his right foot sliding off the mat. Mm. So his right foot wasn't planted, yeah. which means he only has his left foot for, for balance. balance yeah. Easy takedown for Derek Brunson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, to be honest with you, man, I think on this fight, this kid was just high on his own stock. Yeah, yeah on his own stuff, basically. He just, I think the, 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 mm. he just went there to talk, man. I think that's just what happened. I didn't see him um, putting in his uh, his game plan. I didn't even see his game plan at all in the fight. Because if you had a game plan, oh, you would actually true. shut up during the corner, take instructions, go do this, go this, and then continue talking. Do whatever that you need to do. Yeah, yeah. that is true. So I did but... mm-hmm. Yeah, the, this this fight he was disappointed, yeah, but he hey, did. I'm I'm not I'm not taking anything away from Derek Brunson. He went in there and he imposed his game plan, even though he got rocked a few times, yeah. he got dropped a few times, yeah. but he still weathered the storm. It seems like Derek Brunson is turning back the clock. Yeah, man. it seems like this is this is two this is two superstars strapped to the rockets with rockets on their backs. Yeah, yeah. that he's just turned back right now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And you know, there's, there's this playful fighter as well, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is very playful during fights as well. But Derek Lewis knows what his yeah. game plan is, and he's waiting for the right moment, and then he mm-hmm. takes the chance as soon as it's um it, it's available. He was fighting a very dangerous um yeah. fighter, a very dangerous wrestler in the heavyweight division, Curtis. But you, you, even though he was slow, he was moving around, acting up, and all that. He knew what he had to do, and he went and did it. Yeah. But with this guy, Kevin, I mean, he, yeah. I, he, Derek Lewis knew that Curtis Blades is sloppy with his takedowns. Yeah. He's sloppy when he shoots, yeah. right? But when he gets you on the ground, it's very dangerous. Yeah. So I think that that's that's what De- that's what Derek Lewis was timing, mm. timing the takedown so he could throw that perfect uppercut. Mm. He got it perfectly, yeah. but at least with at least he knows when to play around and when to actually get serious and yeah. fight. Yeah. That's true. So with, with, with Kevin, man, this, mm. hey. I'm saying with Kevin. Um, I don't know if he doesn't look like he cares. The post-fight um interviews, the the, the interviews he's doing um this past week, it doesn't seem like he cares about all the talking and all that. Everything like this guy, man, is he's really high on his own stuff, man. He really needs to get off that cloud. Before he regrets everything that he worked, like before he loses everything that he worked for and start regretting it, just get off whatever that. That's true. If you wanna talk, yeah, sure, talk, but doing the work, it's fine. Talk, but yeah. do what you are getting paid to do, which is to fight and to get win. Because right now he had a massive opportunity, yeah. man. Derek Brunson is ranked number what number? He was ranked number yeah. seven before this before fight. This fight, yeah. So, yeah, and Kevin Holland was ranked number ten. Mm-hmm. So this was actually his opportunity to, to climb the ranks. Yeah. Now they they were basically feeding Derek Brunson to yeah. him. Exactly. This, was, this wasn't supposed to be this wasn't supposed to be a pick and fight mm. or a competitive fight. Mm. They were the UFC was basically feeding Derek Brunson to Kevin yeah. Holland because they knew what they had. Yeah. But Kevin Holland didn't rise to the occasion. 
he was he would have based, he would have been probably one fight away if he'd won this fight he would have been one fight away from the title exactly. but now it's probably going to be like three or four more fights I, I think away five fights away especially, five fights away if he, if, yeah, if he doesn't knock people out yeah, yeah. Mm. They ch- they ch- but do mm-hmm. let's 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 move on. From yeah, this but guy. but but like, it, yeah yeah like yeah. I'm also disappointed in him. But what do you think it's next for him apart from that? Right now, I don't think they're gonna give. I don't think they should give him anybody higher than him. Mm. Who anybody who's ranked higher than him, yeah. they should give him somebody ranked lower than mm. him. Make sure that he then he should really prove himself. Yeah. He should just knock the guy out spectacularly. Or pull off some crazy submission, mm. then they they can be like, okay, let's let's look at somebody who's higher than him. Maybe maybe not too high up, just a little bit higher, you know. Yeah. But I think I think a good fight for him right now mm. would either be Chris Weidman. Yeah. But since Chris Weidman has Chris Weidman has a date with Uriah mm. Hall, I'd say, uh, I don't know. Maybe the the return of Luke Rockhold, a big marquee name. Yeah, he needs a he need he needs a Luke Rockhold in his life. But Rockhold knows how to wrestle as well. You know, with that DC in his corner and that camp as well. Luke, uh? Luke Rockhold is a monster on the yeah. Ground. So I don't think it's a it's a it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good decision now. And knowing Rockhold, Luke knows that this this guy is not listening. He's busy talking and not focusing on the yeah. fight. So he's just gonna make himself look good with this kid, man. You know. So I think what what you are saying yeah. is true. Just give him, especially with Habib in his corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what you are saying is, is, is just giving people who are ranked um after him or whatsoever, just so he can prove himself, build the name again, build the, build the um hype train again, and then start throwing him there with yeah. those guys. When we can see like okay, fine, he's serious. He's listening to his coaches. He's doing what needs to be done, right? Because the UFC was actually throwing their own money on this guy, you know, betting with this guy, trying to make another superstar out of this guy, you know. I'm de- they were giving him a big push. Bro. I'm definitely sure they were even imagining the, 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 the um, what is this thing? Uh, 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 Israel con- Adesanya uh, no, fight. No, no, not actually Israel. The press conference, Kevin Holland versus Israel Adesanya press conference, the trash talk, all that going on. They were actually thinking oh. about that, man, because the fight was going to be beautiful. Both of- That would have been glorious. Yeah, yeah. And the fight as well. Both of them are strikers. Both of them likes to um, act inside the cage, do all these things inside the cage. It's gonna be a beautiful press conference, a beautiful fight as well from these two guys, you know. That fight would have looked like a karate movie, yeah. bro. Like a karate movie filmed in the hood or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he blew all yeah, that bro, up. Let's... Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah let's... let's 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 move on from this guy. Yeah. So Brunson, what do you think it's next for him? Brunson. I think I would have said Calvin Gastelum, but now Calvin Gastelum is actually he slid into Paulo Costa's spot mm-hmm. and he's gonna be fighting Robert Whitaker. Mm-hmm. So now everybody everybody else actually is actually busy because Calvin Gastelum is fighting Whitaker. Um who's this guy? Marvin Vittori is fighting Darrentil. Uh, Paulo Costa is still out. I'd say give him who's this guy now? Uh, Jared Cannonier. Is he is he fully recovered though? Because he broke his, he I'm broke his sure. hand during that fight, and 
Yeah. 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 I'm, I, don't, I'm, I don't think he's recovered at this time. I don't think so. That's 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 the problem about being a Jaikar in the NFL. Yeah. It's it's tough because you hardly ever see him. Yeah. He he comes back, he fights a few times, and then he gets injured again. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you can't you can't really fault him for that. Yeah. You know? so, it's not yeah. like he goes out there and tries to get injured. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I think he's just gonna be on the on the on the Edwards was on the bench as well. You know, the bench as well. With how tight the division is and how everyone is busy knows, throughout maybe, all this, so maybe I think he's just going to be on the bench. Maybe the loser of the fight between um, uh, who's this guy? Uh, uh, Kelvin Gastelum and um, who's this guy? But why do I keep forgetting him? And the number can... one contender who does not for the welterweight title. I, I don't know, know why, because he's next for the title, but he doesn't want to fight for it. Uh, what's his name? Uh, I don't know, bro. Robert, Robert Whitaker. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, um, I, Chandler versus Oliveira. I, I say if he doesn't get Jack Manson. Charlie now. Oli- What do you think about that one, Kim Base? Uh, <sighs> bro, this honestly, this, this fight is just high highway robbery. It's daylight robbery. It's I can't think of any other kinds of robberies or there's 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 a few guys getting fucked over the side because now okay officially Habib's retired right yeah so not now o- the <laughs> eh? oh no not officially yeah he's been retired yeah but now Dana is the one who made it official now okay. even though Habib has been saying. Yo, I'm retired. You mm. know? Mm. So now the UFC just I don't know. They 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 really fucked up with this one. Charlie Olives and and Michael Chandler. Mm. Nah. That that's that's not the title fight to make, bro. Yeah. I mean Michael Michael Chandler's only got one fight in the UFC. Yep. He hasn't he hasn't fought a top five guy. He hasn't fought he basically hasn't fought <laughs> That's 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 true. He hasn't fought any top five guy in the UFC, so basically he's just handed a UFC title. Yeah, I mean, if you look at if you look at all the the media outlets mm. when when they announce this fight, right? Mm. Just if you look on the comments, nobody is happy about it. Yeah, absolutely yeah. nobody. Only the people who I don't know they 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 they've got a screw loose somewhere. They're mm-hmm. saying, oh, nah, it makes sense because it's the only two people who haven't lost to Khabib. It's the only two people who haven't fucking fought Khabib, bro. Exactly. They, how can you say it's because they haven't lost to Khabib? They haven't fought the guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, Michael Chandler went to, went to Fight Island to become a model. And then, you know, <laughs> Charlie Olives <laughs> Charlie Olives just beat a, a weathered whether Tony Ferguson, yeah, I mean, Tony Ferguson basically fought with one arm for, exactly. for two rounds. So I don't, I don't think either of those guys deserves the fight right now, because unless, unless Habib was was still around, if Habib was still around, I'd say, you know, Charlie Charlie Olives would deserve the fight, but Michael mm-hmm. Chandler, no, 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 no. 
No. Yeah, he doesn't. How did they skip Dustin Poirier? Okay, with Dustin, we know what's happening. He's chasing the yeah. money fight with Conor McGregor. It's fine. But they fuck, how did they skip they Dustin? Fuck Justin Gaethje over, bro. Justin Gaethje, yes. How did they skip Justin Gaethje? How do you skip Justin Gaethje? <laughs> Honestly, after all that. After all the trash that you talk about Bellator, that Bellator is his lower level, Bellator will never amount to UFC, Bellator is this and yeah. this and this. And you take a guy from Bellator and put him in a title picture in the UFC, what the hell are you trying to say? In the best division in the whole world, the lightweight division, Come and you put on. him there. Like, how do you do that? Come on, that is that is just bullshit. I don't know what Mick Maynard and, um, who's this guy? Sean Colby. Who's yeah, Sean Shelby. I don't, I don't know yeah. what they were thinking, bro. I don't yeah. think they consulted Dana on this one. I think it's Dana White really, who did this. Do, do you really think so? Do you really think yeah. Dana would make such a colossal fuck up? Dana is writing Conor McGregor's whatever. You know? He's trying to get Conor McGregor um, rematch um, between Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier. If Conor wins that fight, he's definitely fighting for a, ti- for, 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 for a title. Ne? That's guaranteed. Yeah, was, yeah. That's what I, he's I see, I see doing. that one. Yeah, that's what he's telling me. I see that one. Khabib is out of the picture. He's trying to put Khabib um, Kana right there as the face of, mm-hmm. of the UFC. Yeah, I think that's what he's trying to do at the moment. Mm-hmm. He's praying and hoping that Kana wins this fight. I don't know. He might even pay for Kana's um, training camp against Dustin Poirier, which I don't... <laughs> with all due respect, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I If I would bet on this fight... I never tr- I, like since Eddie Alvarez fight. I said to myself that I will never, ever, ever bet against Conor McGregor. But now, if I had to bet, I'm gonna bet on Justin Gage at third round stoppage. Who Dustin Poirier? Yeah, third round stoppage on this coming fight. However, you can't do that, man. Take Justin Gage, put Justin Gage in there with um, who's this guy? Dustin Poirier, a rematch for the mm-hmm. light. Or take Justin Gage and give him um. Charlie Olives. If yeah. if you, you want Charlie Olives so bad, just do that fight. Let them fight for the title. Kana is going is going still going to be there. He's still going to fight um Dustin Poirier. Like I, I just don't see why. Like I, I don't see it. Why? I really don't know, bro. Like the the UFC, they they fucked up. Yeah. That, that's that's the only. Those are the only words that come to mind. Those that, that is the only reaction that comes to mind. Like. Y'all fucked up on this one. Yeah. And 99.9999999% of MMA fans are saying the same thing. Yeah. No one was impressed about that decision. Where where did that decision even come from? Like, how, how do you put Michael Chandler in there? How? What was the thought process? I mean, yeah, okay, you guys, you guys paid a lot of money for him, yeah. but does he really deserve that money? I mean, huh? two fights ago, he he got knocked out in the featherweight division in Bellator. In Bellator, exactly, exactly my point. So, what, what will happen if you put him in there against someone like Max Holloway? Exactly my point, and and you, you know you know what the problem is here, right? It's fine. They mm-hmm. did whatever they did, trying to push Kana and all that. I mean, you just lost one of the cash cows. You just lost Khabib Numegomedo. Just, just, just hype Dustin Poirier. He just beat Kana. Just hype yeah. Dustin Poirier. Make him a damn superstar. Like, come on, man. Build that fight. I think build we... the rematch between him and Kana. Make it huge. You just can't take yeah. 
Connor comes there, gets knocked out by Dustin Poirier, right around, I'm making that fight again. Like, what the hell? I mean, they 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 got to do the same thing they did with with Nate Diaz, right? Yeah. Because yeah. Nate Diaz won the first fight, and then mm-hmm. they just hyped the second fight. But now I think the problem is that Dustin Poirier is he's not really marketable, man. He's he's not a he's not a trash talker. Mm. He's not a um, how can I say? He's he's not a Nate Diaz, bro. Let's let's just put yeah, it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dustin Poirier is. He's 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 too mature, if if I can say it that way. He's too mature to be marketable. If if I can put it like that, but now, I'd say the next best op- the next best option, is Justin Gaethje, because Justin Gaethje is. Uh, he he's easy to market, bro. Yeah. If if you look at him, you look at his character, you mm. look at the way, the way he talks. Yeah. He doesn't talk a lot of trash, mm-hmm. but when he talks trash, you you actually want to listen. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. But, but anyway, no, nah, yeah. nah, this 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 fight is no, no. I I, I disagree. I, this, I, this is number one bullshit. Number one bullshit. But um, I think Khabib has a play in this thing as well. I think he has mm-hmm. a play in this thing as well. He refused Dustin Poirier okay. to fight uh, who's this um, Charlie Olives or Dust or Justin Gagey. so that Justin Dustin Poirier can go and knock the hell out of Conor McGregor. You know, I think he might have asked Dana White for a favor because at this point, I mean, Dana's basically uh, his favorite child in the UFC is Khabib at the moment. He's still mm-hmm. on that Khabib train, so uh, it is what it is, man. I'm not impressed with it. Real MMA fans are not impressed with this uh, matchup, and eh, we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how it goes. Charlie Olix is not taste is not tested with the top dogs in there. He's not tested in the top dogs. It's like taking someone else and putting them against Tyron uh, Tyron Woodley, and then after beating Tyron Woodley, like yeah, we have a number one contender. He dominated Tyron Woodley. Tyron Woodley is on yeah, his way it's, down. It's, exactly. I mean, even even now, his his upcoming fight this weekend, they're basically feeding him to Vicente yeah. Luque because yeah. they want they want another welterweight to market, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Tyron Woodley's not on his way down; he's on his way out, bro. Yeah. Like the UFC's never had a great; uh, they've never had a good relationship with Tyron Woodley. So, I think they 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 would they would relish the opportunity to kick him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, but... with all with all that, Chandler, we are all not impressed with that. But at least now there's a movement in the lightweight division. And Khabib's retirement, what's your take on it before we move on to the next cut? I mean, I mean, hey, he retired on his own terms. That's mm-hmm. that's what I like about it. Mm. He retired on his own terms. He said that he he would never fight without his father. Mm. Right, he he, mm. he doesn't want to fight without his father. Mm. Hey, bro, just 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 hang on. My my parents yeah. are calling me. Okay, sure. So Kim Bays is out. I'm alone on this. So yeah, um, 
the decision that UFC made to book uh, Chandler against uh, Olivier for the vacant lightweight title, I think it's a poorly made decision. Um, Charlie Olives had only one fight that put him in the spotlight and you just put him against someone that you just took off the street, say, hey, come fight in the UFC. We see that you have a nice physique. Um, you have some knockout in Veloto. Come into the UFC and fight. And then just one fight, knock top six, seven guy, and then boom, straight into a title fight. You just jump number six, five, four, three, two, one. And then put him right there. There's Justin Gagey. There's Dustin Poirier. There's there's, 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 there's Kana in there as well in the mix. There's a lot of people in the, in the mix, you know, that you can just do this fight with. However, the UFC decided to just jump, take... Um, but it, it, it's not hate. It's all love at the end of the day. We, we don't know what they're trying to do with these guys. We absolutely have no idea as to what they're trying to do. As fight fans, we just tune in, watch a fight, watch guys knock each other out, have a great night, and move on with our lives. I mean, it is what it is, you know? Hey, bro, I'm back. You're back, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear you. You're speaking about Chandler, bro. That, that's yeah. a that, that's that's a good point, bro. Like, there's there's no there's no way that Chandler deserves to be in this fight, especially after only one win. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy wasn't even in the top five. The guy mm-hmm. was actually coming off a loss to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, yeah. So how can how can you expect how can you expect to to, to put him okay how can you expect this guy to beat somebody who's coming off a loss and then mm. go straight into a title fight that's the same thing with with Charles Charles Oliveira mm. I mean dude the, the, the guy the, the, the guy the guy is also coming off a knockout loss mm-hmm. you know yeah. well, let, let me not let me not say no yeah basically it was uh he was stopped. Yeah. So, not not just stopped. He was brutally beaten. Yeah. He was yeah. brutally beaten, bro. And it was a bad beating. I don't think he's ever going to recover from it. Yeah. So if... now, mm. so now, Charlie Ollers beats him. Mm-hmm. So now, you have two guys fighting for a title who are both coming, who are both, who both just beat guys who got well, who who had just lost? So I don't I don't think I don't think either of them should be in the title fight. I agree with you hundred percent, one hundred percent. I totally agree with you. Not to disrespect these guys, but we just stating fact. This is statistics to us. This is the fighting statistics that we look at. We are not uh, Stephen A. Smith coming and talking crap, not knowing anything about fighting. We know what we are talking about. We know what we would like to see. But yeah, man, it mm. is what it is. And the, the 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 retirement as well. Yeah, all respect to Khabib. Gave him all his respect. He's, he's, he has a not good. Oh, good actually. Um, two title actually three title um fight defenses. Actually, it's two. He won against Kane. That's when he won the uh, lightweight title, and then defended it twice yeah, that, against that, Dustin Poirier. That, that first defense. Come on, dude. He won a title against two. A real estate agent. You're complaining that that Michael <laughs> Chandler is getting a fight after winning. A fight over number seven rank guy, and you wanna say, "Come on, man, come on, bro." Just, just be consistent, okay, babe. Just be consistent, bro. Just be consistent, man. 
it's not the same, bro. Come on. You, they, you know what was happening. You know what was happening during that fight week. Come on. What I mean, happened? He was supposed to, he was supposed to fight uh, Tony Ferguson, mm-hmm. but then Tony Ferguson was injured by wires. You know, yes. he was injured by wires that were on the ground. Yeah. So that fight was out, mm-hmm. and then Max Holloway was supposed to step in. Yeah. But then the doctors actually stopped him from cutting, cutting weight, from cutting the last few pounds of weight. Yeah. So that fight was off, mm-hmm. and then who, who was left? The and only that... person in the rankings that was left was Ally Quinta. No. And then he went into the flipping streets, picked someone out in the street and put him there for a title fight. It's like, no, beat this guy and then we are the champion. That's what happened. <laughs> Come on. That's what Ally happened. Ally that time, bro. You, Come on, you, you know this. Come on, Ally Quinta was Come on, that come that on, was, base. That was, the start so, of, that was the start of his downfall. Let's say, let, let's talk about this. If you agree with Ala Quenta that Khabib is a legit champion from beating Ala Quenta, then agree with the decision that UFC no. took by taking Michael Chandler with only one fight from beating an <laughs> unranked number seven guy and making him a champ. So just agree with it then. Listen, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that this title fight is not legit. It's still yeah. a legit title fight. But yeah. I still think that these guys both don't deserve to be in the title fight just yet. Yeah. But, yeah. but mm-hmm. Khabib, Khabib won the won the champ. Won, or he won the bout that time against Ally Quinta, and then he came into his first title defense against Connor. Yeah. Right? I'd say that was the one that legitimized his time his title reign. It actually didn't legitimize it. The only thing that legitimized his title reign. It was a fight against uh, who's this guy, Dustin Poirier. That's when it legitimized him as a lightweight champion. You know why? Kada only had one fight, one fight in the lightweight division, and that's when he won the title. So he wasn't a really lightweight at that time. So come on, man. They're all calling Khabib great, Khabib great. Khabib just beat number 10 ranked guy, just beat a featherweight, and now he fought only two yeah. real lightweights. <laughs> Wait, wait, am I lying? I, I, Listen, am I lying? No, no, you, you, you're not lying. But Fact, yeah. How often, how often does a champ, how many times has a champion gone up a weight division and then directly into a title fight? I mean, we just saw that with, with Israel Adesanya. Mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier did it too. Amanda Nunes did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, 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 who's this guy? Henry Cejudo did it. Yeah. Max Holloway too. Okay, Max Holloway technically went into an interim title shot. Yeah, but GSP even, did even it. Uh, BJ Penn did it. There we go. Mm-hmm. I mean, we 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 can count and we can list the names. We can go on all night. But fact of the matter is, when when a champion goes up or down a weight class, I mean, what's mm-hmm. the point of making them fight contenders? It's just make the super fight. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I, 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 I agree with that. I agree with that. All I'm saying is, the same way you feel about um, uh, our, our model, right? With all due respect, with all due respect, the same way you feel about him, you can call him the, 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 the Fight Island model. Fine. The same <laughs> way you feel about him, yeah. you can feel the same way about this Dagestani rat. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he only fought two high contenders. Before then, just look at his, his, his record, man. Who has he fought? Top, top, like, who has he fought before? Apart from, um, uh, is it Michael, Johns- Michael Johnson? 
Bro, Michael Johnson, RDA. Uh, who who also? Like, I'm I'm gonna. If you you're gonna have to pull up his record, bro, because now you you can't you can't look at the guys that he's fought and say, no man, these guys aren't top guys. These guys were top guys when he was fighting them, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's do, do you remember what it did to Edson Barboza? Did you see Did you see the look on Edson Barboza's face? He was like, "What the fuck is going come on, on, man? Come, dude, come on, come on! You can't <laughs> take a pure pure striker and put him in there against a wrestler like a come on, man, come on, babe." That happens all the time, bro. It's MMA. They they both go, they're both gunning for the title. Why not put them there? I mean, they they're gonna meet they're gonna meet at some point in time. So you can't really say, nah, you can't put a pure strike, pure strike against a pure wrestler. It happens all the time. I know it happens all the time. However, all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is fact of the matter. He retired 29 and 0. All respect to him, but he's not the greatest. I disagree with that. <laughs> he's not the greatest. He's not the greatest in the lightweight division. He's not the greatest fighter ever. Who's the greatest in the lightweight division? We can go back in history. I'm not going to say Conor McGregor, of course, yes. I'm not going to say Conor McGregor. BJ Penn had a great run as well, had multiple title defenses as well. Um, there's a lot of people that you can go through into the lightweight division. You can argue, actually. However, mm-hmm. the only thing that you look in Khabib is the undefeated streak, right? And a dominant, and a dominant undefeated streak at that. A dominant undefeated streak, yeah. When we come to that year, sure, we can talk about his dominant undefeated streak here. That's the only record he has. Apart from that, he has no other record. What other record does he have? <laughs> okay, who who holds who holds the, the record for the most takedowns in the entire UFC? Not just lightweight division, in the entire UFC. The the only person come- the, the person who comes second to that was a five round fight. He broke the record in three rounds against Abel Trujillo. Yeah. Do you not do you not remember that? And Abel Trujillo is this guy who who was who was hailed as one of the best best wrestlers or best grapplers in the lightweight division. What does Habib do? He goes and breaks the record. Yeah, just a casual day at the park. Not nothing much. Just gonna play some games, eat some food, you know, break an all time takedown record of the UFC. Yeah, you know, just a normal day in the office. Bro, come on. You, who holds who holds the record of most pullouts in a fight in the UFC against Tony Ferguson? But anyway, let's not even go there. Um, <laughs> the other the other the other issue here is, come on, you, you cannot expect Max Holloway to have um a record of 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 of, of um highest record of um takedowns. Come on, you cannot expect that. That's why he has punches because that's how he fights. Yeah, I mean Max Holloway holds the record for strikes, and Habib holds the record for grappling. I mean they can't they can't. One guy can't hold the record for everything, unless you get like some freak super athlete who's who's just gonna dominate every aspect of the fight in in that weight class, and then just I don't know, just dominate the fight game, bro. Other than that, nah, it it is what it is. It it's it is how it's supposed to be, you know. Ah, uh, you know what? I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Let's let the men retire in peace, you know. <laughs> Let's let the men retire in peace. But my standpoint, it still stands, man. Because um, I can name people. Another day. 
What? We, we will come back to this argument another day. Trust me. We will come back to this argument another day. De- most definitely, we will come back to this argument another day. But yeah, yeah it's, it's it's an interesting one, man. But let's let's just move on to interesting fights. UFC two sixty. Ooh. Yeah. Bro, I've been waiting for this rematch. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I'm... Kanye. Yo. Yeah, yeah, I'm here, man. So did you did you see the the original countdown video that the UFC did, the one that included um Alexander Volkanovsky and Brian Ortega? Brian Ortega, uh no, not really. I didn't see all of it, but yeah, I saw some of it. No, so so what happened was the UFC initially they, they released they released mm-hmm. that um that the countdown video, which included both title fights, but Alexander Volkanovsky somehow contracted COVID in between quarantine before he left Australia. So that f- that title fight is off. And mm. we just left with one now. Mm-hmm. But I mean... Okay, the, the UFC, they, they took down the, the original video, the original countdown yeah. video, and then mm. they made another one with just Stipe and Francis Ngannou. Which is... Whew, it, it it gave me the chills, bro. It just it gave me the chills just thinking about that fight again. Oh, what what did what did you think about that video? I'm saying that um, I'm betting that Tipe Yochich wins this fight. However, I will not be shocked if Francis Ngannou wins this fight. So. I think it's leaning more from 60-40 to mm-hmm. 50-50 now. Are you saying it's leaning from 60-40 in favor of Stipe or Francis? Yeah, in favor of Stipe to 50-50 okay. now. Yeah. Okay. Why? What, what makes you say that? Uh, you know, Francis found his... I think in the first fight, Francis was, was, was also high on his own stuff, you know. It was just... Mm-hmm. He's his own drug. He was just high on it, thinking that he's just going to get there, knock people out and become champion. Even in the press conference, started some a little bit of trash talking, you know. You could see the ego in, in, in his um, character and all that. And yeah. this guy reminded him, like, what is MMA? It's not just looking for multiple punches, thinking that you're going to knock out some, someone. This is not boxing. This is MMA. He came back against Derek Lewis. Lewis taught him a, a, a lesson. And... After that, he, he had to go find himself, man. Really look deep inside of him. Like, oh, what is it that I'm doing? Like, why do I want to become a champion? They, he set out for a long time, came back, started knocking people out. He made promises, like, you know what? My next fight, I'm going to show you guys. And he came back and knocked people out. His coach says they've been training wrestling every single day to prepare him for this fight. And on his coach as well, we have um, the, 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 who's this guy? The welterweight champion. Kamaru Usman uh, as well. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think now he's ready. He knows what to expect and he's ready. He watched the clip of the first fight. He watched two fights, um, Stipe Meocic versus Daniel Komier. I think I think now he's ready. He's ready for this fight. It wouldn't have been better the other way. This is the right way. I would have to disagree with you. I, I don't think he's ready. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, he, the the first fight he was taught a brutal lesson, and yeah. honestly, I couldn't have said it better myself. You you're right. He 
it did. You could see the ego mm. in the pre, in the press conference. Conference, you could mm. see that he had a really big ego, man. He had mm. a he did he needed to be humbled. Yeah, and then because this guy came into the UFC and just basically knocked everybody out. Yeah, everybody fought. He just knocked out, and then mm-hmm. he came to Stipe, and Stipe just figured him out, bro. Stipe mm. just figured him out. He put him down and he just laid it on him. Mm. It's it's not like Stipe didn't get hit. Stipe took some big shots in the first yeah. fight, mm. but he wasn't going anywhere. That that was that was the difference between that was the difference between him and Francis's previous opponents. Yeah, Stipe was just not going anywhere. He was not going to lay down. He wasn't mm. just going to take it. So now he just I don't know, he just put a beat down on him. And you can see, you could see that the pressure behind, behind Francis's head, that that was put on by Stipe, right? You could see that it made it made Francis's traps tired. So when your traps get tired in a fight, bro, it gets difficult to keep your chin down. Now your head is up, which means your chin is up and exposed, and it's it's so much easier to knock you out. Not just knock you out, but kind of daze you. So it, that that really made it easier for Stipe to daze Francis in the in the first fight, and he was just he was just hitting him with with some bombs, bro. Even though Francis was a more powerful guy, Stipe was the one landing more bombs. But now in this fight, okay, from from the Stipe from the first Stipe fight till, until now. I haven't seen much that 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 tells me that there there will be much difference in the fight because okay yeah there there was that three round snooze fest that that stalemate in motion against Derek Lewis but then after that he had four, he had four fights which we, and which were four first round knockouts to a total fight time of two minutes two minutes and forty two seconds I mean if you're gonna have four fights and in total only spent two minutes and 42 seconds fighting. That doesn't tell you much. That that doesn't show me much. Like, yeah, he knocked out Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades is a wrestler. Cool. That was a that was a flash knockout. Okay, maybe not a lucky knockout, but yeah, he knocked out Curtis Blades. There was no wrestling in that fight. Kane Velasquez came along. He knocked him out. There was no wrestling in that fight. He knocked out Junior Dos Santos, and then he knocked out Rosenstrike in 20 seconds. So nothing in between those fights tells me that he's done anything different. Or, I mean, two minutes and forty-two seconds in four fights—it doesn't tell me much, bro. So mm-hmm. I, I don't—I don't think we should be excited as as much that mm-hmm. we. I don't think we should be excited that there would be a difference in the fight. But yeah. however, he has been working with Eric Nixick in Vegas. I mean, those guys are wrestlers, right? Extreme Couture, it's mostly mm. on wrestling. I mean, Randy Couture is, he was an All-American wrestler, right? Mm. So now, now that he's been there, okay, yeah, they, they, beat, they say they've been working on grappling every day. But the only, thing, the only thing I'm seeing from all the training videos and all the, what's this, the, the embedded videos... The yeah. countdown. Mm-hmm. The only th- okay. Let me not say the only thing. The most prominent thing that I'm seeing is a is a head and arm triangle. 
Mm-hmm. Other than that, I'm not seeing much, but I don't think he's going to be able to put Stipe on his back to the point where he actually gets him into a head and into a head and arm triangle. Or, no, that's 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 not possible. That's not possible. I don't see that as well. But what I would say in this is, I think you saw in the last fight, man, the guy when he got put when he was um taken down, he had he had nothing. He had no answers. He had no answers. Yeah, he was just down there and struggling to get up. And he was just exploding his way up. And Stipe yeah. would let him, though. Stipe would let him get up, take him down again, explode up until he was tired. And he was just sitting there. And Stipe just, he wasn't even covering. He was just punching him and was just holding the cage in the ground. Yeah. So that was what was happening. So I think he cannot change and become a super, become Khabib overnight. You know what I'm saying? But I think what he yeah. can do is, he can, he can learn to get up when he's taking it at certain um, positions he can learn to be comfortable in those positions move back uh, move towards the cage and try to find balance and stand up you know I think they would teach him that because they know his only chance against Ipe in this fight is on the um, when they're both standing up yeah and, and the thing is now like it's it's cool you, you can have you can have all these guys in your corner Eric Nixick Kamaru Usman but the thing is mm-hmm. Kamaru Usman is a welterweight yes he's yeah. got he's got high level wrestling mm. but he's still a welterweight i think he needs to he needs to spend a year living in the same house as a wrestler or something and then that that wrestler should bully him around or something like like let's say he lives with curtis blades for a year right mm. and then Curtis blades can just out of the blue just start bullying him around and all of that and then make him try and get up and all just keep doing that doing that in training yeah. Do that in their living space, so okay. that his wrestling can actually improve and to to the point where it almost becomes second nature. If he lives with a bigger guy, yeah. with with a heavyweight, with a heavyweight wrestler, you know, yeah, then that that could help him a lot because he could get used to actually having some weight on him. Yeah. Well, I don't. Maybe maybe I don't, I don't know what goes on in their camp. You know, maybe he's wrestling. He's wrestling heavyweights, right? Mm-hmm. But I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of what's going on in the camp. But there's only so much drilling you can do in three years mm-hmm. compared to somebody who's been doing it since, I don't know, probably high school or since before yeah. high school. Before know? high school, yeah. 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 I mean, if, if, you look at, if you look at their game plans, well, mm. okay, I think, let, let, me, let me say this, right? Mm-hmm. I think Francis Ngannou is better off in Vegas than it was in France, right? Because if you look at the way his corner was when he was back in France, yeah. Look, look at the the first title fight. Do you remember what 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 was happening when before before the fight? Mm. Like just before the fight, he was in his he was in his dressing room, and. I don't know, for some reason, the coach had towels. The coach wrapped him in towels. Mm. I don't know why, but it it seemed like a weird strategy to me. Mm. And then, in between rounds, instead of putting ice on him, mm-hmm. the coach was wrapping towels. I mean, I was oh, screaming right. at the TV, put some fucking ice on the guy. On the guy. Put, yeah. ice, put ice on his chest. You know, Don't cover him in towels, bro. Don't heat him mm. up. And this this is the same coach that, that was this coach was doing the same thing 
to Cyril mm. Gan. Yeah. I think do, do you remember the the story I put up on WhatsApp? Yeah, yeah, I remember the story I just put up here. Yeah. yeah, if a coach ever did this to me, I think I'd knock him out right there and there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in between rounds. You're not supposed to be warming me up. You're supposed to be cooling me down. Cooling me down. Get some ice on my get some ice on my back, get some ice on my head, get some ice on my chest. You know, just cool me down. Don't don't mm. warm me up. Don't don't make me heat up. I'm already heated. Mm. I'm in a fight. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know what, what this guy's strategy was, but I think that, that also played a major role in in Francis's cardio because when think about this now. When you when you're when your body's hot and you're trying to you're trying to breathe, it's better to breathe in a cold place, it's easier to breathe in a cold place. In a cold than, place, yeah. Than, than in heat. So now your coach is going to be heating your body up even more, which is going to make it even harder to breathe. Which mm. is going to make it... I mean, Francis, he basically wasn't getting any oxygen in that fight. Yeah, he wasn't. So, yeah, so for that, I think he's better off with, with Eric Nixick. In, in, in Las Vegas, yeah, that, that, that's true. Yeah. Even his nutrition changed. Even his um the the resources that side everything has changed for him. He lives in Vegas, do everything in Vegas, has a house in Vegas, so he's adapting to the adapted to the environment actually. So yeah, I. Yeah, I, th- mm-hmm. I think he bought a house in Vegas. Yeah, he has a house in Vegas. Okay. He can afford now to live the American dream. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, it 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 is what it is, but. Um, I'm hoping. I love. I love Stipe Miocic. Don't get me wrong on that one. I Same love man. Stipe Miocic. I respect Stipe Miocic. He's doing something different that he, from what other heavyweights have been doing. They've always been about power, about this, about that. I'm heavyweight, but they never actually took into consideration the skill in in the heavyweight division. What what yeah, what I he's think, advertising? I think, and what, yeah, I think the last the last he's he's the first since. Um, since the Velasquez mm. and Junior dos Santos era to to actually put skill into heavyweights, mm. you know, into to heavyweight. actually bring skill into and, the heavyweight, and and he uh, he's not getting as much attention as other people. I mean, we know he's, he's not Khabib. He didn't defeat um Conor McGregor to be in that spotlight. But that guy, yeah. how many title defenses does he have in the heavyweight division? I think four, he got right? Most. Yeah, uh, he's, got, he's got he's got three in a row, which is the most. Yeah, um, three in a row. He has he has six title fights. Exactly, he's yeah. going to the seventh title fight as well, and he's not looking like he's going to stop anytime soon. There's no, no. one who looks like they can pose a challenge, um, in the heavyweight division anytime very soon. So, if he wins this fight, this guy should be should should be in the in the in the in the, in the not even in the topic, but in the top. Um, greatest of all times as well as a yeah. mixed martial artist. That's, that's that's just what I believe and what I think about Stipe Miocic. They should put a respect into um into this guy's name. Man. The names that yeah. he beat, just put respect to this guy. It's about them time now that they start respecting um Stipe Miocic. I've, I've been saying the same damn thing, bro. Like this guy is so disrespected. But do yeah. you know the thing is he's he's got the same problem as who's this guy? Uh, Dustin Poirier. Mm. They they are not marketable, man. If you look at Stipe, right? Look look at the the embedded videos. Look how he is around his family, right? Look how yeah, he is yeah. around the the firehouse. 
look how he is around his team. That guy is totally different to the guy you see at the press conference. Like at the press conference, he doesn't he doesn't really enjoy that. You can see he doesn't enjoy that. He doesn't enjoy mm-hmm. having cameras shoved in his face and everything. But you can see mm-hmm. that he's comfortable around his family, around his wife, around his mm-hmm. daughter, around the firehouse, around around his team and everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at the the embedded videos, did you yeah. see episode one? Yeah, I saw episode one, yeah. When he's this there guy, in the firehouse with everyone. This guy, and during fight week, he's on duty. And he's normal, <laughs> man. It's like, he's not yeah. even... He's just being him. Yeah. Did, did you hear the, the story that the guys at the firehouse told when when he first won the belt from Fabrizio Vadum? Yeah, what did, I think I missed that. What did he say? Yeah, he flew back from Brazil straight to work at the firehouse. And guess what it did? Yeah, he wa- he washed the toilets, bro, because it was his turn. Yeah, he didn't care yeah. that he just he just won the the heavyweight champion. He just became the heavyweight the champion. Man. He's the baddest man on the planet. Yeah, definitely. He's he's out there washing washing the firehouse toilets, bro, because it's his turn. And you know, he's he's not doing this because he's trying to. To, to, to show that he can be humble. He's doing this because he's enjoying it and he's loving it. He's, he's genuine. Yeah, you can see when someone is doing him. something because, yeah, he's trying to say, look, I'm the heavyweight champion, but I can do this. He's doing this because mm. he loves and he enjoys it. That's what he, that's who he is, man. You can see the gen- how genuine he is when he does that thing. So, yeah. yeah. There's I mean, no faith in that. He, he, even, he even says that he wants to, when he retires from fighting, mm. he wants to, be a, a full-time firefighter because now he can't be a full-time firefighter because while well, he's got obligations with the UFC mm. you know so with now he money. yeah so now he he only works part-time as a firefighter mm. and then you know when when he's not du- during fight week this fucking guy's on duty bro how can you yeah. shit on him can how can you knock on him? Submit people, uh, knock people out, and go back to being a firefighter in the afternoon. Go train and then go back. Man, and I've 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 just got so much respect for this guy, and I mean, it's just it's a crime that he's so disrespected, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, man, it is what it is. We're gonna have a great weekend this coming weekend. We have amazing fights on there. Um, it's mm-hmm. gonna be a great card, though. So. Your prediction. Let's start with Sean uh, O'Malley versus Thomas Almeida. Sean O'Malley. Yeah. They're basically feeding Sean O'Malley. Tom. They they're feeding Thomas Almeida to Sean O'Malley because. Yeah. I think they 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 still believe that they've got a they've got something special in him. In which so, they do. I believe they do. I believe they yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So they they're just gonna feed. Thomas Almeida to Sean O'Malley so that he can his stock can rise even more. Mm-hmm. Not not that it dropped after the fight, after the the loss to Tito Vera. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that it can rise even more. It can get back to rising as fast as it was. Yeah. So I I think yeah, I honestly think it's it's Sean O'Malley. By, by knockout, which knockout. round? Be a mystic, Mac, mystic base. 
would say first, either first or second round. This this fight is not going to make it to the third. Perfect. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that one. Mm. I see Sean on Malaysia. He's going to come out desperate, very dangerous, very strategic, very fast, and his movement is always going to be there as well. So yeah, I'm giving him this I, one I, as well. I don't know about movement, bro. I, I was watching. I was actually watching the the third embedded video this morning, yeah. episode yeah. three. And mm-hmm. uh, when I saw Sean O'Malley arrive, arrive to the fighters' hotel, mm. I saw kind of I saw kind of a limp. Is it? Yeah, I, I saw I saw kind of a limp. Like I thought I thought I was wrong, but then mm-hmm. I I rewinded the video, and I was yeah. like, no, 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 this guy's limping. I will, I will, I will, I will. It's, it's the third one, right? I'll look into it because I just um watched half of it. And then we started mm-hmm. the podcast. So I'll, I'll go through it and check. But let, let's see how it goes, man. He knows yeah. he needs this. He really needs it. He can't take a second um, uh, loss in the UFC. But we'll Definitely. see how it goes, though. Yeah. So um, let's go back to the co-main event. They just slide in the co-main event because the co-main event was cancelled. We have yeah. um, Tyrone Woodley versus Vintage. Um, it's Vintage Luke. Luke, yes. I say Vicente Luque is gonna win this one by knockout, bro. Because <laughs> Tyron Woodley's <laughs> Tyron Woodley, I don't know what what his in in what world he thinks he's the best mm-hmm. because he he still claims I'm the best welterweight on the planet. Bro, <laughs> oh my goodness. This guy, I mean, ever since he, he released that, that song, I'll beat your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's got Wes Khalifa on the song, he's got a few other rappers. Mm-hmm. Ever since he released that song, yeah. That was back in 2018 or 2017. Mm-hmm. He hasn't won a single round in a fight. He's getting that was, beat up. Yeah. That, that, that was just before the Kamaru Usman fight. Yeah. So I don't know, like as I, I saw a few 10-8 rounds in that Kamaru Usman fight. You, you could argue, I could honestly argue with the ass whooping that he took in the fourth round. Mm. I could say that was a 10-7, bro. I could have, I would have given it a 10-7. But yeah. you know, ever he, since that I fight, think, he just mm. lost every round. Mm-hmm. He just gets in there and just, I don't know. It's like he's not even there anymore. And mm. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, like I don't know what Tyrone needs. He has the physique. He has the power. He has the speed. I, I don't know. I don't know what you can say, Tyrone. Maybe with this fight, you know, this guy's not going to wrestle with him. He, he might show some movement. But um, Vince, um, he, he, has, he, has, he has good wins as well. He has a win over um, Thiago Santos as well. And well, lost um, to... Vicente uh-huh. Luque. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And lost Does he have a winner to... with Thiago Santos? Go check the guy out, man. You'd be shocked. Oh, Bilal, Bilal Muhammad. Bilal Muhammad as well. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but it's going to be a stand-up fight. Yeah, definitely. Tyrone, Tyrone comes out of how many losses? Three losses, right? Uh, it was Usman. Then who did he fight after Usman? He fought someone who cut him very badly. I think it. Who was it? He cut him very badly on the top of the left eye. And then after that, he fought Kobe Covington. And then Kobe, the fight was stopped due to yeah. a rib injury. Yeah. 
three straight yeah, losses. It was, it was Burns. It was Burns. Who yeah, 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 yeah. It was Burns. Yeah, it was yes, three yes, straight yes, losses. Yes. Mm. And nice fighting. This guy who has two stoppages as um two wins by stoppages as well, Vincent. Yeah. So, ish. Yeah. yeah that's since the Wonder Boy fight, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Woodley is one fight away from being cut from the UFC. One loss away from being cut from the UFC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, if he loses, I, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be in the UFC after after Sunday morning because Vicente Luque is an animal, bro. Like mm-hmm. that guy, he's. I don't see Tyron knocking him out because all Tyron does nowadays is just he just backs okay. up, backs up, mm-hmm. back, back up, back up. Yeah. Until he gets against Faint. the cage and go fainting. What yeah, does that fainting movement? He doesn't yeah. even fit, bro. It's, like, it's vibrating, yeah. Yeah. And then he just throws <laughs> he just throws a big overhand right which just hits nothing. And then so, jumps backward. Uh, yeah. Not even move, just jump. Vibrate. Bro. Yeah. yeah this I guy, feel like just saying. Nah, honestly, um I, I wouldn't be surprised if if he's if he's been cut after this fight because now he he doesn't even listen to his coaches, yeah. Because Dean Tom, Dean Thomas is apparently frustrated with him, like he doesn't want to listen to his coaches. Have you seen him hitting a bag? Yep, yep, yep. Like, there's only there's only the bag, just... there's there's one thing. There's... Yeah, go for it. There's two things that I can say about Tyron Woodley at the moment. PFL Bellator. Prepare your welterweights. <laughs> fights. Prepare your welterweights. Yeah, prepare your welterweights. <laughs> They will fall in and out of love and then out of love with you. <laughs> yeah, PSO and, uh, and, and and what what if he wins this fight, man? Just go straight into free agency, make as much money as possible. Cause the way you're going, it, it, it's so scary, man. Just win a fight the same way that uh his teammate, who's this um he's with PFL now, uh show showtime. Showtime Patriots, yes, 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 yes. What he was losing all these fights, got one fight win, and then after getting a win, straight into free agency, signed with PFL. Yeah. So I think it's the yeah. best thing that he can do for himself now, because there's no way that he's gonna beat people um that is that are ranked up um on top of him. There's no way, there's yeah. absolutely no way that he's gonna because beat um the... yeah he's gonna beat uh sorry let me just say this he's gonna no yeah. Let's leave Isante. Let's start the, the champion, Kamara Usman, Benz, Kobe oh, Kavanchek. No, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's three right, people. Right now, he, he, won't even, he won't get past Wonderboy. Exactly. Exactly. So it's tough for him. Get this win. His UFC goodbye. Have your last moment with it. Look around. Look at your colleagues. Tell them that if there's a job by commentary, I think he'll do better there as well, you know? That's the only future yeah. he has in the UFC. Talk to them that you know what. Let me go finish my career outside. I'll come back to come do commentary. I'll still be relevant. I'll go spend time with with Khalifa no, and no. other guys and rap and do movies I, and all that. I really don't think the UFC will bring him back to do commentary. Like his his relationship with the UFC is not good at all. Is it? Like what's the issue? It's never it's never been good. I know he, Dana never loved him. Never Dana never loved the guy. The thing is, Tyron Woodley always complained about money. But the problem is that in this business, you gotta bring eyes. 
to get the money. It's not like you get a promotion and then you get a raise. This is not a nine to five. This is entertainment. The fight game is about entertainment. You pay by how you entertain. Look at Connor. Connor entertains, Mm -hmm. but he still he still has losses in his record. But even with those losses, he still makes the most money out of everybody else. Yeah. Because he entertains. He brings a lot of eyes. Habib is the second highest paid fighter in the UFC right now. Why? Because it brings a lot of eyes. You know? Mm-hmm. But, but, yeah, but Tyron Woodley... Tyron Woodley is... Tyron Woodley is a boring fighter. He's always been a boring fighter. So, I mean, guys... Guys used to diss him on Twitter and say, like... If I wanted to sleep... If I was struggling, if I was struggling to fall asleep, I'll put on the Tyron Woodley fight. Yeah. Even when he was That's champion. So I don't. He 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 didn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah, okay, he was champion, but he didn't have a leg to stand on. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But with with all that said, you said um you're giving it to Vesante, right? Yeah. By KO. Yeah, I'd say by KO. I I'd think I'd say third round stoppage. Third round stoppage. I think it might go to a decision as well, but I see a stoppage as well in that fight. So yeah. with all that said, I still I still have hope, man, in this guy. You know, I know he's, he's honestly Paris slope, but I wish he can. <laughs> I mean, the, the guy has all it takes, man, to be a fighter. He has all it takes to be a fighter. Something that just needs to change in him. I don't know what, I don't know how, but attitude, bro, it's the attitude. Yeah, like he has a very bad attitude. Like if yeah. if your coaches can't control you, then forget about going back to the top. Because if, if, if he thinks that he has an acting uh, career on the side, he has a rapping career on the side, I mean, Hollywood wants to see champions, man. You are not a champion and you have, you have a uh, losing streak as well on top of that. Who would want to work with you in the Hollywood? Hollywood is yep. working with people such as... GSP doesn't, can even act without even talking, but because he's GSP, they feature him in movies just to come fight yep. and appear and do all those stuff, man. You get, you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, I so... Mean, it- the guy is just no, like if uh, how can I say? Even if Hollywood wanted to work with the guy, right? Yeah. Who, who are they gonna consult? They're gonna consult Dana White. Yeah. And Dana doesn't forget. Yeah, yeah. They Dana is he's he's a vindictive guy. Like he's very, a, very, he, very he can hold much, mm-hmm. you know. So the way that Tyron Woodley's been acting, nah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. So mm. I think his 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 best option is his his rapping career, even though his music is trash. Like I think that's his best option. But in terms of fighting, I don't think he's ever gonna go back to the top because even if his coaches are pretty sick of him. Yeah. 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 The the gamma's just just. He's still young, man. Just just go to Bellator, man. Get on juice. Maybe it will give you some courage to, to fight or something. And yeah, just just, just carry on. Just look at um, this guy. This guy still fights. He still puts a fight, Robbie Lola. But it's very hard for him to go back to the top. And you think, Charon, who is going to go back to the top? If nope. there's a fan out there, we are offending you. Just look at the statistics, man. Just look at how these things go. <laughs> but yeah, without wasting any time, you don't want to look like we're trashing um, Tyron Woodley. Dana White does all that by himself and does a perfect job by himself. Yeah, so. he, he, does, <laughs> he does it for us. 
yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, the main event. I know you're a Metro, yeah, Mayochich fan. Oh, age. So what do you want in this fight? <laughs> I got Stipe, bro. Mm-hmm. Stipe, true, true. Yeah. I don't, I don't see Francis knocking Stipe out. Like, you don't see it, yeah. If, if, if it's going to go to the ground, Stipe is going to have the advantage. On the feet, he's going to tie him out and just start just peppering him and just pick him apart, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't see Francis winning this fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really I love both guys, bro, but mm-hmm. Stipe is my guy. Like, I never, I, I never bet against Stipe. Yeah. Ish, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel you, man. My, my, my take on this fight is that, like I said, I see Stipe Mayochich winning this fight. I would not be surprised if um, Francis Ngannou pulls a, a, a shock or surprise and win this, and they go ahead and release um, Fast and Furious. Is this Fast and Furious 9 or what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they, they they release it and he's the champion of the world with the gold and all that, and then go do the um red carpet walk with the world title and all that. I wouldn't be shocked as well. So, bro, they, they pe- they're gonna pull they're gonna pull a, a full on Ronda Rousey on him. You think so? Yeah, if if that happens, pff, mm. if he wins by a spectacular knockout, oh my word, yeah. he's gonna be a superstar. Yeah, he is gonna be a superstar. And yeah, man. So that's what that's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna watch the fight. I'm gonna watch the fight with a feeling and a hope that Francis Ngannou wins this title fight, so we can have UFC <laughs> Africa. You know, so we can have UFC Africa, man. So that's that's why I'll be watching this fight. All respect to Miocic. I can't wait to see him perform. Um, this Saturday we're gonna see a spectacular performance from him. And yeah, may both I wish both men the best. And I can't wait. I can't wait for Sunday morning. Hey, me too, bro. Me too. It's going to be big. Ha! Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Nah, I, re- I really can't wait, man. I've been waiting for this rematch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yes in the making. Yeah. But hey, bro, like, I'm, I'm, I'm always for an underdog, you know? I, I mm. love an underdog story. But when, when, it, when it comes to, in terms of, like, how Francis got to the UFC... That is the biggest underdog story of all time. But sure. right now in this fight, Stipe as an underdog, I think it's it's just a lot of disrespect. Bro. Like yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. The, honestly, I was gonna put money on this fight, but now yeah. the betting line it's it's starting to slim down, bro. It's mm. it was really big in favor of of Francis, but mm. now it's. It's it's getting closer to a pick and fight. Mm. So yeah, if I'm not gonna make that much money off of it, so well, what's what's the point? Yeah, but that's true. If I'll bet, yeah. I'm I'm not gonna bet on this fight. You know, the fight I'm gonna bet in is uh, Masvidal versus um, Kamara Usman. I'm gonna put all yeah. my money, even the house, on um, Kamara Usman. Usman. Yeah, bet the house. <laughs> yeah, I'm betting the house. Everything. On Usman, I even take my wife's wedding ring and go bury it on um Kamara Usman, you know. <laughs> yeah, bet but just wife. just. Eh? Bet your wife too. You never know; you might get a second. <laughs> <one>. <laughs> who will I get? The girl that I always posing with, um, Kobe Covington on Instagram, on my hey, booty.com. Who... <laughs> <laughs> 
No, man, come on. Come on, hey. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, it was. Yeah, I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm excited for this one, man. But what's, Mm. what's, what's coming up for you this weekend? This weekend, ish, I, I, I have a lot of plans. People are asking me to go out with them, uh, colleagues. It's just a lot, man. I personally don't wanna go out this weekend. I just wanna be indoors, I'm relaxed, do whatever that I need to do, man. And uh, yeah, I just. I just, I'm just trying to avoid going out this weekend, man. I just want to be indoors, prepare myself, yeah, wait yeah. for the fight on Saturday. And yeah, just just, just keep working, man. That's, that's it for me. And yeah, and on your side? Hey, bro, this this weekend, uh, it's just a little bit of training here and there and work, mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, I'm still... Yeah. I'm I'm buckling down on the reading, bro. Because yeah. this week I, di- I didn't read much. Yeah, okay, mm. I, I got I got about 150 chapters in this week, mm. Mm. but I I can't I kind of slowed down, you know. Mm. So I think this weekend I might buckle down and probably get another another hundred or so. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, okay, no, that's just good, man. Yeah, and then then just wait for the fights. Oof. Yeah, just wait for the fights. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do this weekend. Just stay indoors. Maybe you, you never know the weekend. You might go, you might not go. So yeah, I'll just wait and see what happens. But um, beside that, man, yeah, it, it's been a good one. Thank you very much, everyone. Just catch this podcast into the base. The topic is talk less and fight more. From me, your boy, Study Gang. Um, you can catch me on MMA.BoxingNewsSA on Facebook and also on Instagram. We'll be bringing you um, UFC 260 live results um, of the contest from the weigh-ins up until the final results after the main event on Sunday morning in South African time. So, Kim Bays. Yeah. See you bro. on Monday, bro. Yeah. Hey, see you. Um, hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the continued support and yeah, we appreciate everything, you know, without, without, without listeners, who, who would we be? You know? Yeah. 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 Without, without, without an audience, we would just be two guys blabbing on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But Hey, mm-hmm. you guys, you guys make us great, man. You guys make us yeah. great. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. We'll be back again on Monday for, well, do me ready, set it all. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. We'll see you guys back on Monday. Enjoy the weekend. Yeah. Enjoy the fights. Good night. Bye bye, beast.